book of Acts chapter 18 and verse number 8, the text says, and many of the Corinthians hearing believed and were baptized. Many of the Corinthians hearing believed and were baptized. According to 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 1 through about 6, they heard and believed the gospel. What do you mean? The good news. How Christ died on the cross, shedded his blood, he purchased the church. They heard that. His death, his burial, and his resurrection. They were taught about repentance, about confessing the name of Jesus, and they were immersed in water baptism in the name of Jesus and for the mission of sins, and the Lord added them to the church. Now, I want to ask the question, what church do you think that the Lord added to? I just want you to think a moment. He did not add him to something that's not in Scripture. Amen. The Bible tells us that the church that Jesus built, Paul talked about the church of God at Corinth. Paul also talked about uh, uh, the body of Christ, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse number 27. Now ye are the body of Christ and members in particular. Right. You can call the church that Jesus built anything that the New Testament calls it. But you cannot call it something that the New Testament doesn't Amen. call it. You don't have that right. Amen. You can't give the church that Jesus built any name you want to give it. You can't nickname it. All right. <laughs> Please listen. So these folk were they heard the gospel, they believed it, they repented of their sin, they confessed Christ as the Son of God, and they were immersed in water baptism in the name of Jesus Christ, and it was for the remission of sin. Now, that was the church of Christ at Corinth. Corinth was a commercial place. It was a seaport place, Corinth was. You listening to me? Place of culture, commerce, but also there was corruption there. Right. Yep. And also there was a church of the Lord mm. at Corinth. It's a good thing to have the church at Corinth. Mm. But it was a bad thing for Corinth to be in the church. It's a good thing to have the Church of Christ at Frazier, mm -hmm. but it's a bad thing to have Frazier in the church. Are you listening? It's a good thing to have a, a boat in the water, but it's a bad thing to have water in the boat. Yes, sir. Amen. <laughs> now, Paul is going to warn the children of God at Corinth in a letter, his second letter. 
about some dangerous stuff. They're going to have to live in Corinth. But just because they live in Corinth, there are some places and some things they need to avoid. We cannot get out of Memphis unless you just leave. You can't get out of America. You can't get out of the world. But I'll tell you what, anywhere you go is pretty well bad now. Amen. But at some places, you don't have to go. There's some danger zones. Do you all know that? Do you all know there's some places and some people and some practices that members of the Church of Christ doesn't have any business doing? That's what you call a danger zone. Danger zone. Have you ever been to a place where it says the high voltage? Yes, sir. Keep out danger. There's some things that uh, Paul wrote to these folks here after they heard, believed. They repented of the sin, they confessed Christ, and they were baptized into the body of Christ. They were called Christians, saints. We got a little short lesson this morning. I'm trying to make it short. The danger zone. Danger zone, keep out. Still with me? Danger zone. Danger zone. Jonathan, keep out. Pretty good. Don, can you see that? Mark, can you see it from back where you are? Danger zone, keep out. And not only keep out, if you're in there, come out. Amen. Brother Sanders, what do you got up here? I got a little illustration here to kind of hold your attention. There's a spider there, and there's some folks caught in his way up. There's a woman and a man caught in there, and they just all messed up in worldliness. And they think money is power and respect. They're trapped up in there. Anybody in there? Anybody here in there? In the danger zone? Well, maybe you don't know. You may be in the danger zone, don't know it. You may be doing stuff that you think is all right. Now, where's the baby? I don't see no baby. There's a there's Bobby little girl over there. Is that Bobby little girl? Yes, sir. What's her name? I don't know. I can't call that. Anyway, whatever her name is. Well, see, she doesn't know any better. She doesn't know any better. But some of you have been here as long as I have or, or whatever. You all know better. Do you know when a, a danger zone? See, you'll tell a child in a minute, get that child, get that child away from that. Get that baby away from that. That baby right there, get she too close to that fire. Yeah. Yeah. But we'll go down there and go in the house where the fire is going on. <laughs> or we think we strong. Well, you really think you that strong? Come out. Keep out. This is to hold your attention here. Well, in the book of Isaiah 52, 11, and 12, 
the children of Israel in captivity. And God instructed them to come out. Separated for righteousness. Depart ye, depart ye. Go ye out from thence. Touch not unclean, unclean things. There's some stuff over here you don't need to mess with. He wouldn't. Some stuff over there you don't miss me. Okay. Service in righteousness. Be ye clean that bear the vessels of the Lord. Do you know that your body is a temple or a vessel of the Lord? There's certain things that you don't need to have in your body. Let me name one of them for you right quick that the government which doesn't like you. And you think they do. They'll tell you it's all right for you to buy the marijuana now. Because they got to the place where they couldn't get no revenue on it, so now they legalize it, and you say it's all right. All right. Help us, preacher. You're in a danger zone. Amen. But come out. You're in a danger zone. Yes, sir. See, when you start messing with drugs of any kind, especially legal, you start off with a little and it gets you where you want it, then you got to have some more. Mm-hmm. And get high and you get higher. And next thing you know, 10 years has passed and you hooked and you don't even know you hooked. Now, you're not going to affect your body and your surroundings. But are you going to affect your family? Young people, older people, when you do things in life, remember that you're not by yourself. Amen. So the decision you make, if you mess yourself up and you got a husband, a wife, and children, you're going to mess them up. Amen. You need to listen. Amen. All right, all right. That, that's good, isn't it? All right. Now we're going to look at shepherding righteousness. The Lord will go before you, be your reward. What? If you just do what God say, do he'll take care of you. Amen. Come on out. Come on out. Now, in this Corinthian letter here, Paul is writing this letter to the church at Corinth because a lot of members of the church at Corinth were worldly. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. I want you to listen. A lot of members of the Church of Christ at Corinth, they were worldly, they were calm-minded. They were acting just like the people in the city of Corinth. Now, Corinth was a big place, and it was a seaport place, and a lot of money and a lot of crazy stuff on. They had prostitute houses. They had all kind of idolatry going on down there. And in the idolatry worship, they had prostitutes in there. And Paul had to write to the church about that. Somebody said, well, they, they ought to knew better. Well, you, you should know better too, but I got to preach to you as well, or all of us. Amen. We mess around with the wrong stuff. Amen. Now, Corinth was bad, but the church had gotten so bad until, listen to this, there was a man in the Church of Christ at Corinth that took his daddy's wife. Yes, sir. What? I'm assuming that it was his stepmama. But anyway, he took his daddy's wife. And he was a member of the church. 
and they had to withdraw from him. He got in a danger zone. What is he doing up with his daddy's wife? Somebody said, oh, yes, he can. He may have had a young wife. I don't know. She may have been up in eight. I don't know. But I know one thing. His daddy wasn't married to another man. All right. (laughs) In Isaiah 52 and verse number seven, it says, How beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of him that bringeth glad a good tide that publish peace that bringeth good tidings of good that per, that publisheth salvation that said uh, unto Zion's thou God reigneth. I heard some good news. Come on now. Now let's look at this text here quickly here. First, second Corinthians. Chapter uh, 6 and verse 14, look what Paul said here. We have the command for coming out, or the command to come out. Now he's talking to the church, church people at Corinth. He's not talking to the world. He's talking to people in the church of Christ at Corinth. Why do you say it was the church of Christ? It couldn't have been no Baptist church because they hadn't got started. Wasn't no Catholic church, Seventh-day Adventist, none of that stuff. That, was, that stuff's not in the Bible. Right. Somebody's already upset. Well, what would what, you want me to call the church down there? Wasn't no Pentecostal church. Amen. Wasn't no Seventh-day Adventist. Wasn't none, of that, none of that stuff. None of that stuff is even in the Bible. And you mad about something not even, can you imagine that? You mad up, got something, you in something not in the Bible, and you hear somebody preaching against it, and you get mad. Well, get out of it. Amen. You don't understand? It's not in the Bible. Oh, you're having a good time jumping, but you ain't going to heaven. Man. All right. Now watch this. Come in. Look here. No communion, no fellowship. He's going to ask some questions here. Watch this here. Well, he's going to make a, command, a, a statement. Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. In other words, you don't have no business down at these heathen temples, fellowshipping with these heathen down there. Right. They're going to mess you up. Amen. Let me tell you, make some application ever go along. Keep on messing with heathen people. They're going to mess you up. Amen. Wait a minute. Yeah, well, they ain't going to affect me. You, uh-uh. Evil communication corrupts. All right. Now he's going to ask two questions. Number one, for what fellowship has righteousness with unrighteousness? Wait a minute. Here's a man that loves to steal, and you don't like to steal, but you, you always run with him. Which one you think is going to influence? Which one you going to have the most power over? Wait a minute, here's a guy that don't like to steal, but he messes with a guy that loves to steal. He'll steal a sweetener out of a cake. <laughs> he loves to steal. Now, if you mess with him, who do you think going to have a greater influence? Right. Number two, he says, and what communion has light with darkness? These are two questions. 
It's rhetorical question. It really means no. Now, when you got the light on in here, if you turn the light off, guess what comes in? You don't understand that? Now, what fellowship is light with darkness? They don't have no fellowship. Now, if you're walking in the light, why you keep messing in the danger zone over here where this spider going to, well, once this spider inject you, let me tell you something about a spider. He ain't going to kill, he don't want no old meat. So anything coming in his net, in his web, what he does, he injects poison in them to, to wound them. Don't kill them, he just wound them. He try to get out, but they're still alive. So whenever the spider wants fresh meat, he just go there and get it. So if you're messing over here, you've been wounded. Now, God has let you live all the way up to the last Sunday in the year, and he's telling you to come out. So you're going to come out? Now, you wait a minute now. Well, Brother Shannon, what about you? There's some folk that I, I, you know, you get thinking about, they're going to be all right. Yeah, they say, oh, I can change them. You really? If God won't change them, you can't change them. You don't have that much power, man. You know, a lot of men and women think, well, I got, she, she loves me and I love her and we can change each other. Wrong. If the gospel don't change them, you're not going to change them. Now, the gospel is designed to cut you out of this. Now, you can come out now. But you got to make your mind up to come out. And see, they're struggling over you. You know why? They've been wounded. Clyde Jones, a lot of people that you know that's been wounded by the devil and they can't hardly they can't get out. Amen. It's hard. Yes, sir. Listen, it's hard when you get when the devil wounds you. It's hard to get, a, get back. Yes, sir. I'm telling you, hey, wait a minute. Carolyn, you mess around and break your legs, you age you out now, you ain't jumping around like this no more. Oh no, you can forget that. You no. That's over. That's when you get wounded. And a lot of folks been wounded and still wounded, and they think they're all right. All right. Cause for coming out. Why should you come out? Why in the world should you come out of here? Look at here, verse 15 and 16. Look at this. The cause will come out. No compatibility. No what? Future. Future. Sometimes I talk to my, my kids, uh, kids, my grandkids. They call us granddad. I just want to talk to you on the telephone. I said, okay. Talk to them about 30 minutes. And you know what? I've been talking to you 30 minutes. I ain't learned nothing. <laughs> I mean, you mean to granddaddy, you all know, I said, well, you've been talking for 30 minutes and you ain't, I ain't learned nothing from you at all. Some people you don't need to deal with because it ain't no future. Why you keep, Sister Jones, I heard you, Claire, you got it. Claire, you got it. You mess with people. They, what you bringing to the table? What? Come on, talk to me. Right. You young girls to go to school and get a good education. Why you want to mess around with a guy don't even know his name written on a hundred dollar bill? <laughs> what he got to offer you? All right. All right. Girls, you can do bad by yourself. Amen. 
All right, now watch this now. And what concord has Christ with Bill? That's the devil. Well, how do you, do you think Christ and the devil get along? The devil said, come on, let's go out drinking tonight. Let's, let's go out and party. No, no, no. Then he said, or oh, what part has he that believeth with the infidel? I'm a believer. I'm a Christian. We really got a lot of influence on. We're going to go out and eat. We're going we to go shopping. Go you ask them last to say, you want to go and have a, uh, go to a Bible class where we can learn what to do to be better citizens and better citizens in the kingdom and just let's do, start doing right. When I was a young man, uh, used to run around Wesley and I told the guys, man, you know, I said, it's all we talk about, let's go spend some money. How about let's go save some money? Amen. Amen. <laughs> what are you running with? Right now, wait, wait just a minute. Man. Brother Shannon is not trying to tell you how to run your life. I I don't have the power of, uh, it's not my job to tell you how to run. You do what you want to do. But all I'm trying to tell you, it's a danger zone that you're messing with, and somebody needs to warn you. Amen. And some of you already know this. No, right. Then he says, and what agreement has the temple of God? And the temple of God here is the church. That's us. What agreement has the temple of God with idols? What, what, they, got, what they got in common? Nope, nope. You see it. For ye are the temple of the living God, as God hath said, I will dwell in them and walk in them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Now, which one are you going to take? What God said and have a good future? Uh, these folks over here ain't going to mess you up. Oh. Now, isn't it simple? It, now, you can't leave here today and say, you know, I didn't understand what that preacher was saying at all. Try to encourage your children this coming year to Leave that stuff alone. If if you notice, everybody that ran with these crazy people over here, at the end of the year, they having a hard time. Aren't you tired of being broke? I see more young people, Brother Rico, who are young, 20 years old, and they got more problems than Donald Trump. I mean, got all kinds of problems. Just teenagers. What is really going on? They try to keep up with every style. You know, one asked me, "Hey, hey, pop, you got a cell phone? What you got?" I said, "Well, I got a seven. He said, "Oh, you need to change." That's what I'm talking about. He is. He is working every day, working about an hour. I'm just walking around here, thinking about going fishing. He's trying to get me to get in bed. Okay, all right, now, now, compensation for coming out. What's in it when you come out? Watch it. When you come out, there's no condemnation and there's no fire. 
That's when you come out. What do you mean fire? Fire means trouble. Right. Heat. The heat is on you. Is the heat on you? He said, wherefore, oh boy, this is good. Look at what you see. I want him to see this. Can't see it. What do you mean, compensation? I can't get it, hey. What do you mean, compensation? That means a pay, a reward. What, what, what you going to get? God said, wherefore, come out from among them and be ye There's too much foolishness going on in our city. And people say, we don't know, we got a big problem, we don't know what to do. Oh, I, I could solve the problem, but they wouldn't let me do it my way. I could, I could solve all the problems that the city is having, but they won't let me do it. But Brother Santa, how, what would you do? I, I can't tell you. But I could solve it. I, 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 I could cut all of this folks stealing cars. I, I could stop it. Easy. I just put me a, a Lexus Infinity out there and leave it open. And as soon as he get in the car, just shoot it. <laughs> and after you shoot him, hang him up over the car like that. <laughs> Say, well, he decided to steal the car. Well, we won't we won't have to go down, brother Sam, that's cruel. Well, y'all just, you wanted to know. Oh, wait, wait a minute. Uh, let's do this quickly because I don't have much time. Turn to Ecclesiastes chapter 11 and verse number 9. Let's do it quickly. Brother Rico, you think you can get that? It's time to quit. Amen. Uh, amen. That's a little excursion, but I need to get this in. Ecclesiastes chapter uh, 11 and verse number 9. I think I'm right there. Ecclesiastes 11. Is that it, Brother Rico? Uh, uh, Ecclesiastes 9 in verse number 11. 8 in verse number 11. Okay. Ecclesiastes 8 number 11. We got to get out of here because these people are getting ready for their holidays coming up. All right. Ecclesiastes, Ecclesiastes, Ecclesiastes chapter 8 and verse number 9. Watch what Solomon said. Solomon says, because sentence against an evil work is not exercised speedily. Wait a minute. Stop telling your children, if you don't do like I tell you, I'm going to whoop you. No, don't do that. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Sit down, boy. You don't, he don't sit down? Yes, sir. Yes. Sir. One time. It's going to scare me to death. Oh, whoa. <laughs> See, but see, in America, the liberals don't want you to do like that with society. That's too cruel. Really? Solomon said, look, because sentence against an evildoer is not speedily exercised. What do you mean? Exercised speedily. In other words, you sit around here and put him in jail and going to let his trial linger for another year? Really? That's silly stuff. He says, when that happened, therefore, for this reason, the heart 
of the sons of men is fully set in them to do evil. That's it. I think I see my daughter there. I don't know where she is. I guarantee you she won't go up to that school and give those people a hard time again. Oh, I'm up there and going to try to run the school. Little old girl. Really? Y'all ever heard of Gates? You ever heard of Gates? Water holes and water, <laughs> water, head, water holes and fan bells? Yes, sir. My daughter knows what a Gates is. And you go up there and apologize before that teacher there and tell him you're sorry and it's not going to happen again. If it happens again, we you know we're gonna go to the thing again. Instead of getting you one lick, we're gonna have multiple licks. And you're gonna, I'm gonna be hollering, I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna be hollering, telling you to shut up. <laughs> Stop playing with people. Amen. Stop playing with children and, and individuals who are set to do evil. You can't do that, America. Wake up. Amen. That's enough. <clears throat> Wherefore come out from among them, be ye separate, said the Lord God, and touch not the unclean things, and I will receive you, and will be a father unto you, and ye shall be my sons and daughters, said the Lord. That's it. Come out. Wait a minute. What's the benefit? God said, you'll be my sons and daughters. You'll be in favor with God. Listen, when you come to God, there's a favor. Not only a favor, but there's a fellowship. When you come to God, you have favor with God, and then you have fellowship with God. Wait a minute. When you stay over here, you don't have either one of them. Come on out. If you're here today and hadn't surrendered, why not do it right now? As together we stand and sing. Be to me the Lord well, when he comes in glory by and by. Oh, what a song of praise will be. Oh, when he comes in glory by and by.